Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Wednesday, third day of November 2021. My name is Nick. Hey, look, there's Big J right over there. Yeah. Here we go on a Wednesday. Let's set the table for you today. Uh, You can expect an opportunity to win $200. That's what we would like out of you. Today, we're going to play the X Double Dare at 7.30. That will be your next chance to win some cash from us. We would like that to happen. Very much so. So get ready. We'll give you the category a little bit later on in the show. Big J has a movie review for you. He watched Synchronic last night on Netflix, and he will let you know if it's worth your time. That's coming up before we hit 7 o'clock this morning. We have a concert announcement for you, ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley. That is going to happen. The show will be coming to town next year. We'll give you all the details about that coming up on the show this morning, plus a chance to win tickets to Hailstorm. And Rival Sons at the Rev Center, which is happening tomorrow. I noticed via their uh, social media that Hailstorm are in town. They came into town last night. Hanging out? Yeah, they're just hanging out. Shooting the bleep. Having a good time. And hopefully they're enjoying our beautiful, wonderful town on a couple of days off before their big show with Rival Sons at the Rev Center, which we are all very excited for. Agree or disagree, Big J? Agreed. Wonderful. Uh, and that, I believe, is going to be the major components of the show ones that we can at least feature in highlight form is there anything you'd like to add big j i burned my roof of my mouth i don't know i think a couple days ago it sucks a couple of days ago yeah i mean it seemed like uh, yeah it was uh two days ago for dinner my god what did you have some chinese food i think i think is what did it and it's just awful man. did you reheat it up or did it come piping hot i think it was a reheat situation gotcha you're not sure I don't know when exactly it happened, to be perfectly honest. But, but you I must have done a number. Happened. I mean, because like yeah, two days later is incredible. When, you know, you eat some popcorn or something or, or something, you know, that's got, uh, you know, what I mean, yesterday we had lunch. Not okay. yesterday, but the day before. Monday I may, we had I lunch. may have messed it up on those nachos that we had or that I had. Okay. And it's just ever since then, it's just miserable, man. That's that's incredible. Like, I mean, I've burnt my mouth before, and that sucks, but usually it's a 24-hour thing. Yeah. Here we are, a full almost well, I think 48 I hours later. irritating it. I'm like, ah, oh, what am I supposed to do? Take it easy, maybe? Like, what did you have for dinner last night? Leftover Chinese food. <laughs> but it wasn't piping hot. <laughs> but it hurt to eat. I'm not going to put it in a blender and drink it. Well, stay away from textured foods, maybe, uh, for a bit. Give your mouth a rest, your poor mouth. Uh, We should get started with some music on this show. We'll start with The Offspring. It's gone away here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. What do you say, Big J? You want to hemp it up a little bit? Give me some hemp. U.S. officials have officially approved Idaho's plan for growing and transporting hemp. Uh, Here are the rules, Big J. Hemp can have up to 0.3% THC. The Idaho State Department of Agriculture announced receiving approval from the U.S. Department of Agriculture following a new law that was approved earlier this year. Uh, The law, however, does not allow selling to Idaho consumers hemp products containing any amount of THC. So we can grow it, we can transport it, but you just can't sell it here, Big J. Now, of course, does it? (laughs) Well, I guess it makes sense for Idaho. Uh, But uh, maybe not in other places. 
Of course, the lawmakers did fear that this if this got the okay, then it's just going to open up the gates for uh, THC and all sorts of stuff. And they're going to make it more difficult to enforce the state's marijuana laws. But Idaho officials say they will open online license applications to grow hemp this week. So that's what you need in order to make it happen. Don't know what the demand of it is elsewhere, but at least you got that. Baby steps? Quick big J question mark? Baby little tiny baby steps. They can't get any tinier than that. Congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. They are your World Series champions of 2021. I believe you said Braves in six, Big J. Yeah, I did. Procrastinator is so well done. Seven nothing is the final score in game six, and they did it. The Braves uh, picked up their first World Series win since you were still in high school, Big J. 1995. And Braves at the time were my favorite baseball team, and my mom's more importantly. She loved the Braves. Because of the TBS Superstation broadcast? I, yeah, I guess. Because she didn't grow up around that area, did she? No, not at all. It had to be that. Yeah. It's like how the Cubs are a lot of people's but favorite teams. But it's also weird that my mom would watch baseball. Now listen, man. It wasn't a huge, you know, I don't. so I don't know what it was, but man, she loved some of those players back then. Tell you what, uh, it's a great way to kill an afternoon. If you're just sitting around doing nothing, you can watch a baseball yeah. game. And that'll do it. So congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. Houston falls for the second time in five years. Uh, in the World Series, Dusty Baker wasn't happy about it, but at least they ended it early so you don't have to worry about baseball anymore. Big J, are you uh, n- have any idea what Slipknot is up to? Well, I mean, you know that I do. Because it appears they have posted six audio snippets from their forthcoming seventh studio album on a mysterious new teaser site. We're privy to Slipknot stuff, so... A link on the band's NotFest site read, read all about it if you want to know, and it leads to chapeltownrag.com, which features six new audio clips. Apparently, the site is an online marketplace for Slipknot NFTs, which are going to be coming soon, although there are some that are hoping that maybe it's the first taste of the band's next release. Who knows? Who knows if the band's going to release new music? Do you know, Big J? No. Big J's lying to you, everybody. I know exactly. Well, I mean, it's hard to say. They can do their own thing sometimes. Yes. uh, Even when things are scheduled, Slipknot can still do... I've got a general idea. (laughs) Whatever they want. Uh, They are certainly the 400-pound gorilla in the room when it comes to uh, the world that they live in. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. The first one of the day. Red Hot Chili Peppers scar tissue here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And of course, if there's one thing you can trust us with, it is your money. And we talk about good investments. And there is somebody out there that made a pretty good one in his life. Yes, Big J? Yeah, I'm sure probably there's probably more of this. But uh, the late Kobe Bryant in 2014, uh, a guy who uh, invested his money wisely. In fact, uh, he put uh, down 10% stake in uh, the drink body armor. And uh, there's a six million dollar investment back there in 2014 well that company just sold to coca-cola nick bryant's estate is expected now to get at least 400 million dollars from the sale that's a heck of a return on investment that's a very good return on investment for sure in just seven years not too shabby at all uh body i don't know if i'm familiar with body armor i it's uh i guess it's a drink it's an energy drink of i some guess sort. so but it's pretty incredible to be able to sell for that much considering 
Uh, I'm not too familiar with it, not that I have to be familiar with everything for it to sell for a lot of money, but I would think it'd be a little bit more mainstream, I guess, if it was going to sell for that much. But uh, that does uh, remind me of your crypto investment, Big J. How's that doing? Yeah, good, great. You the next? Uh, you gonna turn that into uh, four hundred million dollars? Uh, really, what's really what I'm doing is I'm with Elon Musk here, and I'm thinking, you know, listen, uh, if the UN can show us how they can solve hunger from our money inve- investments, uh, I'll be happy to contribute my fifty dollars. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure that's gonna help much, but I they'll take it. Uh, I did not, uh, you know, in the crypto in the crypto game, you've got to be able to invest a handsome amount of money to get any return at this point a real return well yes so. uh yes or have gotten in when it was comically comically low one of the two yeah uh but you know the the movers and shakers in the crypto world you know they're they're early in and they put in a lot of money in it so much so that even the smallest amount of changes can really affect the the return on investment which is impressive but uh i'm nowhere near the the investor that you are you're no mark cuban uh did you is that your first dabbling into investing period have you messed around in the market at all no not really no yeah no and so this is your why, why just you thought you wanted to get in on the crypto craze that's what that's what i thought why not why not take it see who who knows i mean here's the thing is like a few like 10 years ago uh, uh my father-in-law kylie's dad gave us a bitcoin mm-hmm. uh and we're like he may even give us a couple and uh he's like hey you guys should think about investing in this, this is a great idea <laughs> it was 10 years ago yeah Okay, and uh, and so no, we probably sold it right away for like 150 bucks or so. <laughs> oh man, what a huge mistake, right? And so when when crypto was up at about like fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars, like, hey, did we we still have that Bitcoin, right? We're like we're rich, and uh, no, we we didn't have it anymore. Got so. rid of it too early. <laughs> You paled early. So just based on that alone, I'm like, I don't deserve <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, I've messed around in the market, mostly like uh, back when I had expendable income, a little bit more of it, that I could do it. And I, I made some good returns, uh, mostly in the world of mutual funds, which is, for those of you that aren't aware, it's a bunch of different stocks kind of coupled together by particular investors that put these things together either it's a it's a category or it's a custom one that they've worked on that they think are going to have good returns and you invest in basically a group of stocks and then you get a return on the full mutual fund so that's the ones that i've had the most success with but other than that i mean the the extent of me increasing my income by doing other things was through gambling and that well, was the same highs thing. and lows that's the same sure. thing stocks it, and gambling is the exact same thing but it's legal in some places and illegal. Well, yeah, others. legal here, that's for sure. Uh, illegal here. I'm yes. surprised we can even dabble in the stock market in the state of Idaho. Right. It's right. such a gamble and a risk. Yeah, you can't you can't do any of the DraftKings stuff or any of the other daily fantasy football stuff here or, or any of the, the gambling you have to go either to jackpot or to some other place or some off site thing to make it work in your world. But I haven't done that in a long, long time. But for those of you that do, congratulations. Of course, uh, past results are not indicative of future, uh, you know, returns. But either way, hopefully you're making some money somehow, some way. Whether it's investing in a small startup company that could pay off millions or throwing $50 on some crypto just to see what happens. Let's take the morning after public. You want to? We tried to do the morning after NFT. Didn't work. But uh, you never know. You never know. We could be having a crypto wallet situation right around the corner. That being said, we we teased the crypto, but you're actually up, right? 
Yeah, just but not by very much. Well, no, when you invest fifty dollars, it's not going to be by very much. But but making money is worse than is better than losing it. You know. I want all the money. So good luck with that. Which what's the name of the crypto you invested in again? Dogecoin. Dogecoin. Got it. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We have got a little bit of a movie review coming from Big J. That's happening next on the X Rocks. <laughs> That is Nirvana, that is in bloom here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time, Big J selected a Netflix movie to watch. It was called Synchronic, and now we get to Big J's review of said movie. How was it? Synchronic, uh, yes, starring uh, Anthony Mackie as uh, Steve, Jamie Dornan as Dennis. Maybe you remember uh, Jamie Dornan as uh, Christian Grey in the Fifty Shades movies. I know you're a big fan of those, Nick. Uh, you also have Katie Asselton. Asselton. She's in this. So she's two movies in a row with her. Which one was the other I, one she was I, in? Uh, the, I think it was last week, which I don't even remember that movie. I think it was so bad. Uh, either way. <laughs> okay. Uh, she uh, is in this as well. And what you've got is uh, Anthony Mackie's character and Jamie's character. Uh, Steve and Dennis, they are, uh, are friends and partners. They, they're EMTs. And basically, uh, the movie has them starting out, uh, you know, uh, answering some calls, and there's some weird things going on with a new designer drug, a synthetic drug, Nick, and uh, it's it's really weird. Is this uh, drug called Synchronic? Yes, it's called Synchronic, and uh, by God, it uh, sends you back in time. It sends you back in time? Yeah, it's kind of a complicated thing. So really, when you get down to it, this is a buddy movie about uh, uh, just, you know, it, it's it's deep and kind of dark material because you've got both these guys going through some stuff. Uh, and Anthony Mackie's character is revealed to him that uh, he's got a situation uh, with a brain tumor. And so uh, you've got these two gentlemen here, uh, you know, kind of uh, going through life. And uh, Jamie's character, Dennis's character, he, he's got uh, two kids, one of them a teenager, one of them uh, a very young baby and uh what ends up happening is his oldest daughter ends up going missing okay and uh really uh, without have without ruining the whole movie uh anthony mackie's character kind of realizes hey there's something weird about this drug and he goes and buys up all the stuff that he can find of it uh and there's this other guy who is a chemist who created the drug also trying to buy all up all of it because trying to get it off the market because it's it's doing some damage um both uh, people are dying from it and there's some other weirdness going on and a lot of it has to do with this particular brain tumor that the Mackie's character has like i said it, it goes into time travel a little bit and it's bizarre and weird but i want to tell you at least for whatever purposes, it's a very original movie, and I totally dig some of the aspect on here in this movie. I think they could have done better. Uh, it's a little slow moving for, I think, a lot of people, and that's some of the, uh, I think, problems with the movie. But when you get down to it, it's it's really kind of an interesting aspect to the time travel thing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's worthwhile. I think everybody should uh, take a look at it. So is it more about drugs or is it more about time travel? The drugs... The drugs cause the time travel, and it's a really weird thing, and obviously it's totally far-fetched. But it's very interesting, and um, and, and there's some, some, so like I said, some dark stuff in there, and, and it's really sad. And I'm going to tell you what, from this perspective in this movie, uh, be real careful about going back in time, because it could be very dangerous. Real butterfly effect situation going on here. Yeah, no, not really. Huh? I mean... It doesn't seem to be any uh, like things and changes that, that happened that they do in the past ends up coming back to haunt them. 
but uh, it's more of where they end up in the past when they go when they take the drug. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, so it sounds like it's Big J approved. Yeah, Synchronic approved. Uh, it's weird and interesting and unique. So that's why it gets the props for me and great performances from from everybody in the, in the movie well it is available for you to stream and watch on netflix if you have it maybe something that you can seek out and enjoy if you're looking for something different it is officially big j approved another streaming dumbass home run Yay! here's traffic real atlanta braves moment for you last night on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by our friends at the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You did not deserve to get into an accident. You do deserve an advocate. Welcome to National Sleep Comfort Month, Big J. Are you sleeping comfortably? Yeah, usually. Love that very much. Uh, for those of you that are not, maybe it's time to start stripping down. That's at least according to a new study. You might increase your chances by sleeping comfortable if you're naked. At least according to a survey involving 20,000 Americans, researchers found that those who sleep naked versus those who wear some sort of pajamas are more likely to report high-quality sleep. 53% of those sleeping in the nude report good sleep. 27% of those sleeping in pajamas report good sleep. Results from the study also showed that the average respondent struggles to fall asleep about three nights per week. And the most reason commonly given, we worry about personal stuff. But coming in at number two, Big J, being too hot. And that's where the uh, stripping off of clothes comes in handy. And then, of yeah. course, at number three, worrying about work is there. So there you go. But also, in case you're curious, you sleep much better in a warm room than a cold one, whether you're clothed or not. I don't. According to research. Now, See, that's not, now that's counter to other research that says the ideal temperature in your bedroom should be 65 degrees. Who says that? This has been numerous 65 degrees? Yeah, numerous studies You have show me one. That. You show me I one will. study that says 65 degrees is the perfect temperature. I'll, I'll pick one of 50 okay. to show you. You know what? I, I, go ahead. Show me the I list of I can't do 50. it now. Oh. I will find it. Okay. It's not like I have these at my available fingertips right now. Well, you do have the internet at your fingertips, right? Yeah, sure. And you can do a search oh, for please. 65%. 65 degrees, perfect temperature. But, uh, listen, I think that's a little cold, but uh, you run cold anyway. But you're also not a pajamas guy, right? No, God, no. Yeah, no, I, I, can't, I can't imagine sleeping in pajamas. Just from not even necessarily a, a warmth perspective, but it would feel very restrictive to me for some reason. Atlanta has taken the World Series uh, four games to two. They won seven to nothing last night in game six on the road. Excuse me. Yes. For, according to the sleepfoundation.org, top result, approximately 65 degrees Fahrenheit is the best bedroom temperature for sleep. There you go. That was June 24th of 2021. All right. There you go. There's one study. I'm ready for the other 49. Okay, we'll continue on with your stories. Let me continue to find them. This is a uh, terrible, terrible story that comes out of Las Vegas. It involves Henry Ruggs III. He was the wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders. He was a number 12 pick in the draft in 2020. He was also involved in a terrible accident around 3.40 in the morning yesterday uh, that involved a fatality. He crashed into a Toyota RAV4 driving a Chevy Corvette. 
Uh, the person that was driving the RAV4 passed away. He uh, stayed on the scene, looked to be under the influence. Las Vegas police arrested him and have charged him with uh, both uh, driving under the influence and a crash that resulted in a homicide. So he has got some real issues. Overnight, the Las Vegas Raiders released Henry Ruggs from the team. He is due in court this morning for the first time. So that's going to do it for Henry Ruggs. And of course, unfortunately, somebody lost their life as well in this particular situation. So it's just ugly from the word go. If you are a Quentin Tarantino fan, get ready to auction off uh, some seven uncut scenes from Pulp Fiction as NFT. He is doing those. The collectibles will be auctioned off on OpenSea. Uh, don't know if they're never before seen footage of Pulp Fiction or they're just like particular scenes that he has shot. But uh, Quentin Tarantino is getting into the NFT marketplace to make himself some money and sell some Pulp Fiction stuff. So you may want to check out OpenSea if you're a Quentin Tarantino diehard, although it's going to cost you some serious money. On 100.3, the X rocks. The time has come for us to play Double Dare for some cash money. Up to $200 is going to be on the line if you can answer up to three questions correct on a particular topic. Today's Caller X is Janine. Good morning, Janine. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. Uh, Big J, remind Janine what the actual topic is this morning. Food Network Trivia. How well-versed are you in the world of Food Network, Janine? I feel pretty good about this topic. Boy, howdy, is it going to come in handy? We will see. We would like you to win as much money as possible. We wish you the best of luck. Here comes your $50 question. This celebrity chef is one of Big J's favorites. He hosts shows like Boy Meets Grill and Throwdown, and it was recently announced that he's leaving the network. Sadly, it's Bobby Flay. Right. Bobby Bobby Flay Flay. is correct. That is $50 in your pocket. You can take that and walk away, or you can try to go for $100, double or nothing style, uh, with a caveat that the questions are supposed to get harder as we move on. Let's go for 100 All right, good luck. Which host of Dinner Impossible was fired when it was found out he had lied on his resume? I got multiple choices here for you. Okay. Was it Alden Brown, Michael Simon, or Robert Irvine? Robert Irvine. Right. That is correct. The firing lasted all of a year before he came back on uh, Restaurant (laughs) Impossible. Big J, uh, we now ask Janine if she wants to go for $200, the hardest question of them all, double or nothing style, or take the 100 and walk away. Janine, what's it going to be? I think we should go for it. All right. Here we go for 200 bucks. Mark Summers had a long-running series on Food Network called Unwrapped, but anyone that grew up in the 80s remembers Mark as the host of what Nickelodeon kids game show? Right. Ironic. It's an ironic answer. That's the name of the contest we're running right now for crying out loud. Janine, congratulations. (laughs) That's $200 in your pocket. That's the maximum prize you can win. And that is how Double Dare works. Congratulations. Please hang on one second. We'll get all your information. Make sure you get that check as well. And that is how it's supposed to go. We like giving away money. Your next chance to win is 12.30 with Jason Drew, 5.30 today with Adam, all of which surround upon the same topic, Food Network Trivia. How fun. So uh, Big J, we'll see if he could run the table, but I know he would have gotten all these questions right today, right? Did you know Double Dare? 
Uh, yes, of okay, course. Beautiful. Wanted to make sure. So we will see how it goes for you. Keep listening for your chance to play. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. We have a concert announcement. That is actually coming up next in the X Rocks. Hey, Treasure Valley. Grant Peterson Jr. here of Bronco Motors family of D. Smashing pumpkins there. That is Bullet with Butterfly Wings on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's been a while since we've had one of these, so let's give you a nice little double-headed concert announcement. It's another 100.3, the X concert announcement. I'm fairly excited about this show, Big J. Why don't you tell us at least one of the bands that's coming to town? Uh, I forgot now. Did we decide which one we're going with first? Yeah, it's, it starts with D. All right. Uh, yeah, so this is going to be happening February 22nd at the Rev Center, and it's going to be a co-headlining event. Uh, kicking off things here is going to be a band that, uh, boy, I think they've been here maybe one time before. Yeah, played the Neurolux. Uh, great band. They are called Dirty Honey. And they are coming to the Rev Center to play a big old plugged-in show. It's going to be awesome. So why don't you re- reacquaint yourself with Dirty Honey it's their latest song. It's called The Wire here on the X Rocks. is Mammoth WVH, better known as Wolfgang Van Halen, and that is part of our big concert announcement. Big J, wrap it all up for the people. Yeah, February 22nd at the Rev Center. Tickets going on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Uh, we've got a co-headlining uh, set here from Dirty Honey and Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen. Going to be pretty damn awesome. It's all presented by 100.3 The X Rocks. Tickets on sale this Friday. You can, of course, keep listening to The X to win your tickets for free. Also gives me a good opportunity to make sure that you subscribe and check out the X's YouTube channel. Uh, on it, you will find the interview that Big J did with Wolfgang Van Halen um, from, I believe it was November of last year, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Uh, it was really, really awesome and touching and cool and down-to-earth and very, very in-depth about family and, you know, kicking off this huge musical project where he really wasn't sure at that point how people were going to receive things. And, you know, he's got two number one singles underneath his belt at this point, and it was really, really great conversation between you and Wolfgang. So check it out on the X's YouTube channel if you get a chance it's worth it and then grab your tickets on friday for our big show on the morning after with nick and big J. Hey, important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to get into an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Big J cold and flu season is upon us, so it's time to restock that medicine cabinet, bro. And if you want to fight the cold and the flu by using uh, you know, supplements that you have on your own counter, you better shove some zinc down your gullet. You understand what I'm telling you? Yeah. Uh, you take a bunch of supplements. Any zinc in that? I don't think so. Not 100% though? Yeah, I just take the pills my wife gives me. Do you? <laughs> That's how poisons happen. But I trust your wife, so I don't think it's <laughs> so, happening with you. So do I. Uh, do you know, are you taking like a multivitamin kind of thing? Yeah, I've got a multivitamin. I take some fiber. Um, for your poops. Yeah, for the poops. Vitamin D, all that stuff. I bet you in that multivitamin there's some zinc in there. And uh, a bunch of people down in Australia looked into it, and it, the, it looks like zinc supplements appear to help shorten respiratory tract infections, such as colds, flu, and pneumonia. So it's something that you may want to work into the medicine cabinet if you get yourself a cold or a flu. It'll help you find it and fight it a little bit quicker, which is nice. Always nice to get over those things when you're battling them, for sure. 
Your Atlanta Braves are the World Series champions. They won 7 to nothing last night in Game 6. They captured the series 4 games to 2. Max Fried was the uh, starting pitcher for the Braves. Six shutout innings. Pretty damn good job. Uh, Jorge Soler, another touch, another uh, home run. He did hit one out of the park, which is pretty impressive as well. So congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. The first college football playoff rankings came out last night. Uh, Georgia shouldn't surprise anybody that's at the top of the list, but then it does kind of get surprising. Alabama's number two, Michigan State three, Oregon four, and Ohio State round out the top five. If you're wondering where undefeated and second-ranked Cincinnati is, they find themselves in sixth place, which just again goes to show you how rigged the system is. I mean, it is not built for teams like Cincinnati, which is unfortunate because they've beaten everybody that they put in front of them. But as a Boise State, you know, fan, you can understand how that goes, where they don't get the credit they deserve for going undefeated and beating everybody they can beat by a significant margin. They still, if the college football playoffs started today, would be on the outside looking in, which hopefully will get remedied. But ever since they talked about expanding that playoff thing, it's kind of been really quiet on the NCAA, Big J. It was supposed to be announced months ago that they were expanding it, and then it kept getting delayed and delayed, and there hasn't been any announcements, so who the hell knows what they're going to do. Yeah. But either way, they better fix it if Cincinnati doesn't get in. I'll tell you what, because that is crazy talk. Big J, did you ever watch the Boondock Saints one or two? Oh, yeah, of course. Were you into them like people get into the movies? Not as quite as into as some of the fans. I mean, there are some crazy-ass Boondock Saints fans. And they are going to be going crazy again because it has been announced there will be a Boondock Saints 3. Uh, Writer-director Troy Duffy is teaming up once again with Norman Reedus and Sean Patrick Flannery for a third film that follows the twin Irish brothers on a mission to kill criminals and evildoers. Uh, Do you remember how the second movie ended? I don't know. Uh, You did see the second one, though, right? I think so, yeah. That's the one with Julie Benz instead of Willem Dafoe. They went to prison, basically, is how the second one ended. Uh, And uh, that apparently is where the third one is going to pick up. They're getting out of prison. They've spent longer in there than they thought they were going to, but they need the help in order to get their thing going back up again. So... That's what's going to be done. It's going to be written by Duffy along with Flannery. He's going to help him write it. Uh, Then they're going to film it beginning next May because uh, Sean Flannery is working on Amazon's The Boys. And that is when Norman Reedus will complete work on The Walking Dead's final season as well. So you can expect a Boondock Saints 3, which is he's kind of continuing the every 10 years you get a Boondock Saints movie is what's ended up happening, which is crazy when you think about it. But the first one came out in 1999. Second one came out in 2009. And the third one looks like it's going to come out in 2022, so a little bit more than 10 years. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we got tickets for tomorrow's show, and uh, that's going to be happening at the Rev Center. Hailstorm going to rip that place a new one along with Rival Sons and Ida May. You don't want to miss out. We've got your tickets for free, for free right here. You just got to beat me at Pop Culture Smackdown. Seems to be pretty easy this week as well. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play for these tickets and have a chance to go to this show tomorrow night for free. But Big J's right. You've got to claim him as a victim in Pop Culture Smackdown in order to do this. Hello, the X. Claim me. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good, buddy. What's your name? Robert. All right, Robert, you're up first. This actor starred in movies like The Animal, The Hot Chick, and Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, but maybe he's best known for being the You Can Do It guy from the Adam Sandler movies. You can do it. 
Right. Rob Schneider is correct. Big J, this actress and singer who has a pair of pretty famous parents, had a hit in 2010 with the song Whip My Hair. Uh, Willow Smith. Right. Correct. Back to you, sir. Tracy Morgan played Tracy Jordan on this NBC sitcom about the inner workings of a sketch comedy show. What is it? I have no idea. Oh. I don't know. No. Wrong. No, sorry, but thank you for playing. We appreciate it very much. Hello, the X. What's up? Tracy Morgan played Tracy Jordan on this NBC sitcom about the inner workings of a sketch comedy show. What was it called? Uh, one with Alec Baldwin. Um, yeah. Uh, Tina Fey. Yeah. yeah Anybody else you can name? Amy Poehler? No. It's not even on anymore. Amy Poehler uh, is not in that show. The show? Big J and I are having a separate conversation while you're Googling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your time. Uh, I can't Google at the moment, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anything, man? Yeah, we got you, pal. Wrong. You can't cheat this time. Hello, the X. What's happening? Tracy Morgan played Tracy Jordan on this NBC sitcom about the inner workings of a sketch comedy show. Well, by damn, that'd be 30 Rock. Right. Indeed, it would be. By damn. Big J, this actor played Will Ferrell's dad in one movie and a boss in Office Space in the other. Who is he? Gary Cole? Gary Cole. Right. That is correct. Uh, Back to you, sir. Which United States city is famous for their cheesesteak sandwich? Well, that'd be Philadelphia. That is correct. Right. Big J, this actress was Felicity and also starred in FX's The Americans for a ton of seasons. Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell is correct. Right. Back to you, sir. What did Elvis Presley add to peanut butter to make his favorite sandwich? Was it pickles and pimento cheese, watermelon and sugar, or bacon and bananas? Bacon and bananas. Right. Correct. Big J, what was Rise Against's original name before they became Rise Against? Downtrodden. Wrong. No. 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 It's not downtrodden. I have no idea. I don't know this. Transistor Revolt. Right. Before they became Rise Against. Congratulations, man. You got yourself tickets to Hailstorm and Rival Sons. That show is tomorrow night at the Rev Center. Enjoy on us. Good job to you, Big J, as well. Yeah. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We're going to go to hell next on the X Rocks. Way to hell, right? The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Story has been pretty popular over the last couple of days, but just in case you missed it, we bring it to you in we're going to hell fashion as we head to Texas. Uh, If I told you the most normal part about this story was a monkey attacking a child that was trick-or-treating so hard that the monkey's jaws had to be pried off the child. Jesus. That would be an incredible story nonetheless, right? But there's so much more that goes into this story that weaves its way into the sporting world, that weaves its way into Jerry Springer. There's all sorts of stuff that's happening in this story, but it happens on Halloween. And it revolves around Jeff Banks. Now, if you don't know who Jeff Banks is, he is the special teams coordinator at the University of Texas. He is fairly good at his job, so much so that he is one of the names that were in the running for the Washington State head coach job that suddenly became open a couple weeks ago. 
And so he was a name that was in kind of like the national, I guess, front of mind when it comes to college football. Well, apparently there was a child that went over to his house for trick-or-treating and got attacked by a monkey, which is crazy when you think about it. But yeah, then you shouldn't have monkeys. The story started to come out, and it's even weirder. So, first of all, uh, the, the monkey doesn't belong to Jeff Banks. It sounds like it belongs to his girlfriend. His girlfriend is Danielle Thomas. Now, Danielle Thomas has uh, a past wherein about five to six years ago, she was an exotic dancer. Nothing wrong with that. But she also happened to feature animals in her routine. And one of the animals that, that she featured was this monkey. It's a white-faced uh, chapuchkin that is a monkey that she says is an emotional support animal, which is why she's able to still keep it in Texas. They are allowed to do that kind of stuff, keep wild animals as emotional support animals, apparently. Uh, anyway, she had once appeared on a Jerry Springer show as somebody called Pole Assassin, Big J. Uh, that's where Jerry Springer comes into the conversation. But she apparently has kept this monkey, Gia, as an emotional support animal, and she had a haunted house that was going on in her backyard, and that's also where she happens to keep her monkey. Now, her monkey uh, was in a cage that said, emotional support animal, please do not uh, come close, but apparently this child did not listen, stuck his hand in the cage, and ended up getting bit. And so this became a story, and then she went on Twitter to try to defend herself and her monkey against these allegations, trying not to get the monkey taken away from her. And then she started blaming the child uh, for not, you know, doing all this stuff and not paying attention and how dumb he had to be in order to avoid the signs, all sorts of stuff. It was just not a good look from front to back. And uh, all the while, uh, poor Jeff has had his name dragged into this situation when it's not his monkey, it's not his situation, but that's how this thing works. That's how Twitter works is you are now associated with it. So there's a lot of back and forth going on. There certainly isn't an end to this particular story. Uh, the child's parents have not, you know, reached out, don't know how seriously he was injured, any of this stuff. But apparently this is a thing that happened. And you got to watch your monkeys on Halloween. Because then that's how the uprising starts. Damn. So yeah, watch out. Also, don't go into places that are caged off and says do not enter. That would be a good idea as well to follow those instructions. I mean, you're a little kid. That way you don't get bit. He's 11 or 12 years old. Looking for the candy? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know how the situation was set up, but uh, I, I somehow think that being bit by a monkey could have been avoidable. But it also doesn't sound very fun, to be perfectly honest. But that's how Gia rolls, man. You don't want to put your fingers in her cage, you understand? Yeah. You'll be taking a nub back with you. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. <laughs> Ladies from Aaron Jones, that is called Supercharged here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Are you ready for a Morning After pop quiz, Big J? Pop quiz, punk! Because apparently something that sticks with us for most of our lives is very big firsts. Herpes. No matter when they happen. Sure, your first STD is something that will stick with you forever, <laughs> whether you like it or not. But uh, one of the things that we wanted to do is see how well you remember some of your first, Big J. Okay. What was your first ever job that you could cash a paycheck with? Um, Like an actual paycheck, not just somebody handing me cash? Correct. Uh, it would be Burger King. Okay. Uh, who was your first love? Do you remember that? You don't have to give first and last names, but do you remember the first person you fell in love with? Oh, man. I think uh, Kathy Ireland. <laughs> 
<laughs> does, that, does that count? Yeah. A celebrity yeah. crush is considered love? I was, yeah, deeply. All right. Uh, do you remember your first kiss? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it happened on this very radio station at the Boise Town Square Mall. And now it'd probably be akin to some sort of assault. Yeah, it was pretty creepy uh, from the word go, actually. Uh, and there. your first pet? Um, I mean, yeah, I guess. That doesn't sound like you do. Well, I don't know if I've ever had my very own pet. Do you have a family pet growing yes, up? Yes, yes. I think that counts. Okay, then yes, absolutely. It was uh, Moses. Uh, first car? Yep. What was it? Uh, it was a hand-me-down for my parents. It was a V8 uh, Thunderbolt. What year? Uh, I don't know, 1984, something like that. First concert you ever went to? Uh, yeah, Twilight Paris. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, she is a uh, Christian singing lady. Oh, beautiful. Was it at a church or was it at an actual venue? No, it was at uh, it was the Nam Pacific Center. There you go. Uh, do you remember you have the first apartment or home that you got on your own? Yes. And where was that? The Eidenhaw. The Eidenhaw. That was the first one, huh? Yeah. Very nice. Uh, that's where all the parking tickets took place, right? Yeah, yeah and the eviction. <laughs> that's great. Your first so eviction. it was my first apartment <laughs> and my first eviction. I mean, only eviction. <laughs> that's something. Lesson learned, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, first time you ever traveled out of the country? Do you remember that? Uh, yes. When, when did that happen? I was five years old. You do remember that? Yeah, I Because you, you went on a safari, right? That's Yeah, I went out went in the London Safari and Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. And do you remember those. your 21st birthday night out? Did you do anything special? Yeah, uh, it wasn't too special, but I, a couple friends and I, we went out uh, to this bar that doesn't exist anymore. And I had a sex on the beach. You were drinking at the time? Or did you drink? I mean, I just tried to drink. I just had one drink. It was sex on the beach. Was that, your, <laughs> was that your first drink? Yeah. Ever? You waited uh, until it was legal? Was that my first drink? I don't... Yeah. Yeah, it was. Look it at was you. A, it was officially my first drink. I think I was like seven or so when I snuck downstairs and uh, sipped a couple of sips of my dad's vodka. And it was that's one of the reasons why I never wanted to drink. Yeah, that'll turn you right off if you're drinking straight vodka. <laughs> At seven years old, I would think. It's like drinking rubbing alcohol at that point. Uh, any of these you would like a do-over at? Or are you confident and comfortable in all of your firsts? No, I think they're all right. I mean, the first kiss, obviously, that's kind of embarrassing. Well, Kathy Ireland being your first love is a bit weird, too. Yeah. But uh, either way, uh, you're okay with the way that Big J played out? Sure. Beautiful. Got me to where I am today. By the way, you are in the uh, small percentage of things. About 26% of people say they can remember all of these things. And you did. You remembered all of them. So congratulations to you, dude. Your memory, pretty damn good. I hope you're happy. Mm. Morning after with Nick and Big J. At least when it comes Wait, to Big J. Wait, you didn't J answer any of these questions. Do you care? Well, yeah. Why do people care about my answers and not yours? Well, I, I was just testing your memory more than what the actual oh, okay. facts were than anything else. That's what it boils down to. If you can remember all of your first like Big J just did, then you're doing okay is my point. I can remember all of them as well, uh, except for technically uh, what I did the night of my 21st birthday, because I do remember a lot of it, but not so much of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you've never been out of the country, uh, right? Well, I've been to Mexico. Okay. Uh, that's as out of the country as Tijuana. I have been. Uh, yes, correct. Just over the border. Uh, enough to get hammered before I was 21 years old. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do some bad impressions. Those are next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Big J on 100.3 The X. Someone, you possibly, and a friend 
can win yourself some tickets to the Rev Center tomorrow to go see see Hailstorm. Lizzie Hale says it's time to get back to church. And by church, she means live music. And that's you. She wants you to be in the congregation. Amen. Uh, you just got to beat me in pop. Or I'm sorry. You have to actually figure out bad impressions. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Did you take that synchronic and you travel back in time? I did, just real quickly. Instead of seven minutes, it was 15 seconds. Oh, is that what it is? Seven minutes in the in the, in the movie? Yeah. <laughs> 208-287-1003 is the number you need to call if you'd like to play Bad Impressions. Now, it works like this. Big J's got three clues revolving around a celebrity. If you can figure out who that celebrity is in three clues or less, then great. You're going to a show tomorrow night, and that should make you feel special and good. Hello, The X. Hey, this is Dennis. All right, Dennis, you're up first, man. Good luck. Fans didn't seem to love me 3,000 in Doolittle. Okay, next one. I tried out TV for a few years on Ally McBeal as Larry Paul. Next one. I'm Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. Here you go. Bam, Dennis. Good job. Congratulations. Enjoy Hailstorm and Rival Sons tomorrow night at the Rev Center. Please hold on one second. Why is little Robert Downey Jr. in the news? Robert Downey Jr. and Matt Damon uh, have signed on for... Uh, Christopher Nolan's uh, biopic called Oppenheimer. Oh, what's it about? Uh, well, it's about the uh, birth of the atomic bomb. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. will be playing uh, Louis Strauss. Matt Damon will be playing Lieutenant General Leslie Groves. And uh, Cillian Murphy is going to be J. Robert Oppenheimer. All right. Uh, boy, does Christopher Nolan like Gillian Murphy a whole bunch. Oh, yeah. He'll and, put him in anything. And, uh, and Emily Blunt also going to be playing Catherine Oppenheimer. Uh, did you see, I think it was like a, maybe six months ago, they just released uh, Killian's like, test as uh, Batman. Like he almost, if Christian Bale said no, that was who Batman was going to be, according to wow. Christopher Nolan. That's how much he liked him. And then, of course, it didn't happen, so he put him as Scarecrow in Batman Begins. So uh, nice to see him getting work. Nice to see Christopher Nolan still rolling around and doing stuff. Have you seen Tenet yet? Yeah. You have not, have you? No. Uh, you never will, are you? You said not to. Well, no, I said it wasn't good, and I didn't like it. But, I mean, you are a Christopher Nolan fan. You should at least experience it. I'll get around to it uh, one but day. But it's not, in my opinion, it's just too hard to understand. It's visually Listen, amazing, I, but it's I got a hard enough problems right now understanding simple English stroke. Yeah, so Tenant probably is not going to be right up now on, <laughs> on the things I'm cleared to do. <laughs> but uh, does does the uh, the biopic about the Amer- the atom bomb seem a little bit more up your alley? Sure, why not? All right. We'll see how it all works. It depends if he factors in time stuff again like he did in Tenant. Yeah, hopefully. Then we're all in trouble. That's how it ends. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on The Extra. <laughs> That is Hailstorm. That is back from the dead. And they're back in town tomorrow night at the Rev Center. Tickets still available at Ticketmaster.com. We gave away a couple pair today. We will do that again tomorrow. It'll be your last chance to get into the Hailstorm show, so we want to make sure you take advantage of that. Big J did enjoy a movie he watched courtesy of streaming Dumbass. That was called Synchronic. It is available for you to stream on Netflix if you want to check it out for yourself and judge if Big J is correct or incorrect. And we even gave away $200 today courtesy of the X Double Dare, which is pretty damn awesome. We'd like to do that two more times if that's alright with you. 12.30 today with Jason Drew and 5.30 today with Adam. The category once again is Big J what? 
Uh, Food Network stars. There you go. So make sure you know your Food Network trivia and you could be walking away with some pretty serious cash. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, hey man, don't don't screw up uh, when you're uh, messing around in your fantasy football league and, and accidentally drop one of your best players. What happened? I was trying to drop uh, a quarterback I used and it just got, got mixed up and I was in too big of a hurry and I hit the button, wasn't paying attention and boom, I've dropped Dak Prescott. So now you rely on the kindness of others to not pick up the player that you dropped in order to correct your mistake. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm waiver number one, it appears, so I don't think it's going to be an issue, but you hope not. But I hell if I know about how that stuff goes, but I hope you're correct. I mean, I promised you I wouldn't touch him and others have followed suit, but you never know. And here's hope that uh, you don't have to uh, at least gamesmanship steps forward and you don't have to worry about losing Dick Prescott because otherwise who's your other quarterback uh Daniel Jones yeah who I was trying to drop <laughs> submarine your season I think and you're sitting at four and four you can't afford these mistakes so uh, make sure you're paying attention as Big J's sign off today. It's a very good lesson to learn. Reminder that Friday, we got another Half Price Friday coming up at xrock.com. 9 o'clock, you can get $50 to Guido's Pizzeria for just $25. we are talking original New York-style pizza, and it is delicious. You can try it out for yourself. couple of locations, one in Meridian, one in downtown Boise. They offer dining, carryout, and delivery, and it's Half Price Friday, Friday, 9 o'clock, xrock.com. It's going to do it for us. Jason Drew's up next. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks.